Good afternoon, everybody. It is Michael White, and here's my co-host. I'm Hope you're all doing great. Yeah, guys, uh, we're here to talk about a very interesting subject. Hopefully, it helps a lot of people. Um, as you know, as I said, we're a reaction channel. That's what it is. And then the other three days, we just have straight-up conversations. Our, our end goal, and I always want to make this very clear, that our end goal is to bring couples together, not to keep them apart, not for guys to be over here and women to be over there. We work better in tangent. And what I mean by that is working, you work better with the right partner. That's mm -hmm. what it comes down to. If you look at our logo in the corner, you can't have that with every woman. You can have it with the right woman. You see, that's completely different. Michael, and isn't it interesting because it's not just in a relationship, in a um, romantic relationship, that the right partner works. It's in a friendship. It's in family members. It's in um, business associates, business partners, and one person is there with you. It just won't. Too, way too it's, many complications, uh, right? Exactly. It's with the right person. That's what it comes down to because a lot of times everyone's trying to achieve what we have up in the corner, a man embracing a woman a man protecting her and a woman reciprocating that but we're trying to have that with everybody or every type of woman or every type of man instead of understanding that you need the right person to do it with mm -hmm. then it works mm -hmm. it doesn't work with the wrong person yeah, it doesn't. But you need to figure out more of who you are so then you can discover what type of person it is you need yeah, because you're going to get a mirror reflection of you, really, aren't you, Michael? It's very much to do with um, self first. And like you rightfully said, it's, it's understanding you first. And once you can understand who you are and what you're about and what you want, what you need, what your desires are, then that you can match yourself with those right people. And I think we've said um, in, in, in previous episodes about attracting people. I think I had said something about attracting and you had corrected it and said, yes, it's not just about attracting because you can attract anybody, but who you entertain. Who you retain. It's who you retain. Yes, and who you entertain too, right? Yeah. That's why I said, like, it's all about who you retain. Like, it's so easy to attract people, but it's who you retain. Yeah. Who wants to stay in your life? Who yeah. wants to continue to engage with you on a regular basis? Yep, absolutely. Because if you, if, you, to... if you can attract people, but you can't retain them, like they don't want to stay, you might have to do some adjusting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you have to you have to look at um but it could be that you just don't want to be part of that and you've attracted mm -hmm. people and then you realize well actually they're not who I want to be around because remember I mean we've always I think we've said this many times as well where people show one side when they first meet you of course and then the layers start to come off and then you start to see the real side of them and you know I've totally experienced this in my life and now I'm very I'm very aware of who I'm putting my time and attention to and this is why I'm really excited about this particular subject that we're about to speak about like you know stop inviting complicated into your life because 
I can honestly say I've had, I've really had, have experienced that. And I came to a realization throughout experiencing these different people and the complications that I understood that when people are coming to you and saying, you know, not supporting who you are and what you do and what you're about, they are complicated. They are the wrong people. And I'll give you an example of something that I just thought just before we come on the podcast and I was thinking about the subject and I thought, you know what, isn't it funny? I remember saying, I remember when I bought um, a new car and I had a particular friend, well, I say friend around. Um, and I remember her mum saying to me, oh, how did you afford that? And I thought, wow, what kind of a question is that? <laughs> And I remember her daughter, the so-called friend, had, I think there was something that I wanted to get was about £5,000. And I remember her saying to me, where are you going to find the money from? And like literally stopping and staring at me like, where do you think you're going to find the money from? And I understood that those are the type of people you do not want around you because they are belittling you. They're basically saying that they're looking at you in a in a light of not being able to do things for yourself and asking and questioning how could how do you afford that or how can you have that who do you think you are to have that those are the people you want to say goodbye to as quick as you possibly can because that kind of language to me is is very degrading and very it's not an uplifting type of language it's not positive it's very negative and they will keep you in their kind of bubble they will they won't they don't want you to grow they don't want you to expand in this world they don't want you to exceed succeed they might come across in other forms to try and say in a hidden way that they're trying to make out as if they're trying to help you in some way or they're supporting you but they're not listen to people's language listen to what they're saying and if somebody's not uplifting you and inspiring you now what could have been said to me was wow Anthea, well done for getting a new car that I'm really proud of you full stop and if I, when I said I'm going to get something for £5,000, they could have said to me, well, you know, have you thought of different what you could do to raise that money? Or you, maybe you have that money already. They don't know what I've got in my bank accounts. They're just assuming. But they're assuming the most negative. So to me, you don't need people like that around. And they're complicated people. And they will try and bring you down. And they will do everything to bring you down. But they will do it in subtle ways too. And they will come across with smiles on their faces, but in the background, wishing the worst for you. And you don't want that. I agree with that. I uh, I agree with that. Um, so I'm going to play the bonus video. And then we're just going to jump right into the topic. Because it, it was already getting good. So we're going to jump right into it. And then we're going to go. So, yes, I'm going to make it quick because I want to get back into Anthea's points. Um, number one, guys, please like, share, and subscribe. You know where to find us. We provide all the links and tools for you guys to do so. This is a channel where we do require you to engage. We, we, we encourage you to comment, like, share, subscribe. We have a requirement. Just don't come here, ninja watch, and then leave. Guys, support the channel. If you rock with the message, like the channel. Number two. These t-shirts will be available at the end of April, I'm hoping, and many other fantastic logos to come with it as well. 
um, that we were putting our hard-earned work into. Um, so touching on what Anthea said, we have to teach people how to engage with us. You're obviously going to have negative people and people that are, you know, not encouraging you or uplifting you in positive ways. But see, the question I have to ask is what is complicated? That's the question I ask. Are they making your life more difficult or are they making your life more or easier? That's how I gauge everything. So somebody saying a comment like that, I don't care. I don't hold value to you. For you to like, if you make a comment like that, I don't care because I don't hold your opinion in value. You see what I'm saying? Now, if somebody like that I respected, like a mentor made a comment like that, I would take it into consideration. That though, That's how I gauge everything when I look at it. For me, complicated is this. It's not that you don't support me. Complicated is you're always bringing problems in my direction. That is complicated. You're not never bringing solutions. You're not bringing positive conversations. Um, there, there's no sense of value in what you bring to this friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it. To me, that's complicated. And I want to break it down in multiple things. We're going to go from a relationship. So we'll go from a relationship to friendship to business partner. And you could chime in, Anthony, if there's something that you want to say for sure. Um, for me, friendship, not friendship, sorry, dating and relationships. You make my life complicated as a man if I'm dating you and you're not cooperative. You're making my life difficult now. You're making our life difficult. Because if I tell you things and all you want to do is combat and argue with me, that makes things complicated. And that's, and I, I just want to say I agree with that for the two comments that were made to me. I mean, I've had many comments made like that. How, however, to me, that's what I would interpret as complicated too, because you're not coming to me with a positive attitude. Or it, solutions. Or solutions. You're, you're actually flipping that over and trying to make me feel as if, not that I have to take that on board because I don't take that on board because I'm still going to go about my business. I'm still going to go and do what I want to do and spend how I want to spend and do because I don't care it's what people's opinions are. That's their opinions. And if they want to put it like that, but I'd prefer not to have people like that because to me, if that's how you're showing up and that's the things that you're saying to me, that you obviously don't hold value towards me. Therefore, you can't be part of my life. Well, especially in a relationship, right? Especially like this person is an extension of you. Yes. So if they're complicating your life, you're asking yourself, why is my extension making my life complicated? Right. Right. And and I think if we give an example of complicating, I think in a relationship, for sure, like you rightfully said, if somebody, if you're in a relationship and you want to, um, there's things that you want to do and the, your partner keeps on saying, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And they give their own valid reasons, but it can, continues to be like that. Then at what point do you say, well, actually, when do I do what I need to do? And we're always, you know, they or they're going to cause you a problem when you want to go and do what you want to do. 
they don't listen to what you're saying or you've asked them to do something and they don't do it and then you have to keep repeating yourself to do what it, it, it's not it's not working it's not gelling it's not you know when you have respect and I think we've said this many times yeah. too that it starts with respect and when it comes when it something starts with respect there's always going to be um a molding together Right? Well, you're more moldable because that's – and I love that you said that, though, because when you like someone and there's that level of respect, when they ask you to do something, it's, yes, babe, what is it you need? How can I help you? How can yes. I add value to you? It's more polite. It's more genuine. There's less pushback. There's more levels of cooperation. Yes. Even even yes, during yes. the fighting times, babe, you know, I don't like to fight with you. Can we find a way to solve this problem? Instead of just constantly giving you pushback, as Anthea said – Hey, babe, you want to go out to dinner tonight? No, no, no. It's like, you know what I mean? And they're not making life easier because you know that going on dates and spending quality time is very important. But they're just like, no, no, no. They don't want to do it. And you're just like, okay, like what's going on here? You're not, you're not like the person's trying to move the relationship every day. And the person's literally just sitting there like a sack of potatoes expecting you to drag them. And it's like, no, like this, like, what is it that's preventing us like together from moving forward as a couple? And that's mm. what I'm saying. Like, those are complications. Complications can be worked out. Just like when you tie your shoe and it's all messy and everything, you untie it, you retie it again. Yeah. But the person has to be willing to uncomplicate complicated things. And... um Absolutely. And also another thing that just came to mind is in a relationship where people say, well, I've, you know, I've heard it with other people where they say, oh, why do you do this? Or everything, some, not everything, but let's say, let's say it's 30, 40 percent of what their other half does. They question it and go, well, why do you do that? Why do you, why did you just do that? Why do you do, why do you do this? Or why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? Why are you always doing this? Or, and it's always in a negative, um, mm, condemnation. Yes. It's that, and that to me is complex. It's just complicated. And if somebody, if you're having to question your partner to why do they do this or why do they not do this or why, well, you're, you're now questioning who they are and, and you're exactly. choosing to be with them. So if they're always doing something and they're always doing something wrong and they're always, and you don't like what they're doing and you don't like who they are, why are you not having a conversation to sit down and say, I don't like most of the stuff about you. Uh, I don't know if, you know, maybe, maybe we're not right for one another because if you was right for one another, you wouldn't be picked picking out everything you don't like about yeah you'd find everything you'd, you would you're looking for everything head. wrong instead of looking for everything right exactly and exactly. i love that you brought that up exactly. though, because 90 percent of arguments are literally nothing like if we're yeah. being honest 90 percent of arguments are nothing like yeah. i've watched some stuff on youtube where like for example a woman's complaining to her men you always leave the toilet seat up and blah 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 and mm. then and then I watched this one clip by a girl and she's like, yeah, it bothers me, but I don't really care because my husband checks off all the other boxes. He provides us for, for us financially. You know, he does all these other things right. And I understand sometimes after a long day, he leaves the toilet seat up. He's exhausted. He might have forgotten. I'm not going to run downstairs and say, you forgot to put the toilet seat because down. Because respect there. Yeah, after he's just worked like a long day or he might just have forgot or maybe he left his socks on the floor. 
But like, as she says, he does so many other things right that those little things are minuscule. Like she'll just give him a reminder, like, hey, babe, like next time, can you just drop the toilet seat down? But she's not on his neck about it. Mm. And I suppose it would be the same vice versa. If the if the man sees something, if the woman's doing everything that's, you know, right for him in that relationship and she leaves her, I don't know, her brush on the side or she leaves yeah. her, she gets changed and she leaves her clothes on the bed, he's not going to come in and be like, oh, for goodness sake, you, you know, you've just left clothes no. on the bed. He'd probably just pick them up and move them and say, maybe he would make a comment and say, oh, babe, you know, um, just next they, time. Yeah, next time, if you don't mind, just maybe putting it to the side. I don't know, whatever. But because she not, does so many other things, right? Does, yeah, but a lot compared people, to because yeah. nobody's perfect, but she does no. so many other things right. Then she does wrong, and you're not going to sit here and critique her character, right? And that's constantly. what ends up happening is critiquing the character, and actually, what the biggest issue that I found in relationships is too many people start off finding all the positives and then before you know it they find one negative and then they go on to the next onto the next and before oh, they expand they know, the negative like the negative gets expanded like at next levels it's like the biggest thing in the world and it's like wow yeah and actually interesting enough today I was just um I went to the shop and uh all I could hear was screaming. And I was like, what is going on? And I looked around and this woman's in the car and she had a, she had quite a nice car actually. And she seemed quite with it, but she was screaming at her man. I don't want to be out anymore. I don't, I just want to go home. And he did not say a word. No respect. And no respect whatsoever she was screaming at the with all their windows open so everyone along the high street could hear her and she was like i just want some effing food go and get me some food and i was just like whoa you know you get dropped right then and there because if you respect somebody yeah you never no matter how you feel you never cross lines of disrespect of raising your voice or yelling because think about it. When you love somebody, you don't even want to go there because no. you have a mutual respect for them. You don't even want to go there. You're like, I might be upset man with like you. That. Yeah, like I might be upset with you, but I'm not going to come at you like that. Yes. So it was and saying, like, it, it a grown woman up. as well. A grown, grown woman. She wasn't a kid. She was a grown woman. Well, you see, it, it, it's interesting. And it goes for both parties, men and women. You have a lot of people that are adults, but still childlike mindsets. I'm not yeah. calling you a child, but I'm saying your mindset is very childlike. And that woman in that story clearly displayed a very childlike mindset. You're yeah. not doing what I want. Give me food, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? Just, we're done. You need to walk home. Oh, uh, yeah. I think if I, I, you know what? If I was the guy... And she was actually driving. So if I was the guy, I would have got out the car and I would have just started walking. I would have got a cab, got an Uber and made my way home. Well, I would have broke up with her first. Yeah. And then went home. (laughs) Because she crossed two lines. Number one, she clearly doesn't respect me if she's yelling at me like that. Number two, you're embarrassing me in public. Yeah. So anytime I come back to the shop, like, let's say in your scenario, anytime I come back to the shop, people are going to be like, that's the guy that lets his girlfriend yell at him that way. 
lets his girlfriend berate him, treat him any type of way. I'm not saying you care about what people think, but now she set out a reputation that I have no backbone, I have no spine, and I can't stand up for myself. And that's the tone that I set. And that's so like, those are the two it's lines. Like, it's like abuse as well, isn't it? It's like someone speaking like that. It's, it's abusive. You don't speak to people like that. And I think that's why that um, this is you know that's why there has to be respect first and foremost like you like you said michael when there is respect you do not cross those lines you just don't don't. even think about it like yeah you might get emotional but you stop like that's the thing you stop you're like i I might be upset at them be like i'm gonna stop because once you cross that line sometimes there's no coming back Like like some people once you disrespect them you're they're like, no, like you're finished. Like, yeah, you're and I done. had it. I had that with uh, with somebody uh, a number a few years back, and I remember driving along in the car, and I'd said something, and he must he has he had a bad mood, whatever, and he flipped, and after he flipped, I said, you know what? See you later. We're done. We're absolutely done. You're not talking to me like that. And I and I get that, and I get because even sometimes with me, I get frustrated with people. Sometimes I don't get mad, but I get frustrated, right? And, um, and I've had, and I, like, I don't get angry. And again, I'll admit it on the podcast. Like I've had like one or two girls say like, I don't like bad man, Mike, because when he comes out and we all have different sides to us. So like my side is I get frustrated with you. I'm like, I'm like, you know, right now you're frustrating me right now. And then, and they're like, why are you speaking to me like that? I'm like, look right now, you're kind of acting a little foolish. I don't like it. And they don't like it because they start to become very defensive. I'm like, why are you acting this way? And that's the thing. Men are not built to argue. We're not built to argue like women are. I'm not blaming it on women, but as men, we just want to fix problems. We're problem solvers. We're not built to argue emotionally because by the time we're drained out, we're like, we've already checked out emotionally. So we're not mm-hmm. built to argue. So with our women, when we have women that we love, we don't want to argue with them. We mm-hmm. want to find a solution. If there's a problem, we want to get right to the solution. Okay, mm. you feel this way. This is how we get here. Mm. That's it. But some women like to argue with their men because they know that men are not built to argue because a man will shut down emotionally. He'll be like, but some men will argue back. But mm. other men will just shut down emotionally. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So complicated is very much people coming to you and just and not not listening, not taking into consideration what you're saying or what's happening or being able to speak with, uh, sit down. A and certain level of awareness. Would yeah, be it's a, yeah, huge uh, level. I think it's a, you need to have a huge level of awareness. And I think that's why we start off by saying, you know, you've got to get to know you first. You've got to have that relationship with you. So you know your own boundaries and you know, mm-hmm. you know what you're about and what you, what you're, what you allow, what you don't allow, because you know, when I didn't know who I was, I allowed a lot. Of, we all a lot did. Of, yeah, you know, I really, yeah, we really did allow people in our lives to speak to us and disrespect us at a really high level of disrespect. And now that I know who I am and I've got my own boundaries set, I'm, I don't care how harsh I come across. I don't care how stush I sound. I don't care. Like, it's not my business to care. This is how you will treat me. And if you don't treat me like that, get the out of my world. Yeah, get the bricks, right? So we also want to cover it from a friend point of view because I feel like a lot of people struggle there. 
So yeah. how a friend complicates your life. And again, this one's going to be like hard hitting. So I honestly, I hope you guys pay attention. Let's say you have a friend, right? But you're the one always doing the reaching out. You're the one. Always, if you didn't reach out, you would never hear from this person. They've complicated your life. And I'm going to say why. Because here you are trying to maintain a friendship. You're trying to reach out. You're trying to trying to put in the work. You're trying to say, hey, can we get together? Can we hang out? Can we whatever, whatever. The person barely reciprocates. They give you very bland answers or they don't reply to texts. Now, I know some people will say, hey, don't hate on someone for being busy. That's fine. Everyone's busy, but you make time for the things you want. And clearly you see your phone, you read your text messages. You see you'll get messages from your mom, your wife. You see those things and you'll see the person that's been trying to reach out to you. And then you look at them and ah, I'll call them whenever. And you never do. That's complicated. I would say, again, this is where being a businessman is so so important. Revert your resources. If you've tried to pour resources into someone that's not willing to receive it and willing to like maintain a friendship with you or willing to like say, hey, this person's been reaching out to me. They've been trying to put in work. They've been trying to spend time with me. And they're not acknowledging that you you take your resources somewhere else to someone else that does. Well said, Michael. That's, Absolutely. That's that's, Absolutely. that's one situation. Or you might have a friend um, that always talks down to you. He doesn't respect your opinions or views. Um, and this could be for guys or girls. Um, you know, you might have that friend that always flakes. Um. You know, you might have a friend that shows up but loves you in the front but stabs you in the back. These are yeah. all complications. Yeah, absolutely. And they're complicated because you're putting your time and energy into somebody that actually isn't reciprocated back to you and you're just wasting your time. Like I always say, we've got one life here as who, as me, as Anthony Moffi, as you, as Michael White, others are who they are. And we're not going to relive this. We can't bring back yesterday. We can't bring back two days ago. So if you're putting your time and energy into somebody and they're showing, and it's, let's say they are the person that shows up, but every time they show up, they're not encouraging you. They're always trying to put you down or anything you say, um, I remember, I'll tell you what, there's, um, I remember a, a situation with somebody who is not part of my life again. And I remember speaking my personal, my language, Greek, and um, to somebody, to somebody that was there in her household. And she shouts out, oh, why are you speaking to her in Greek? She doesn't, she's the, she's the least one that can speak the language out of all of us. Like, I wouldn't bother with her. And I thought, wow, that's, again... You hear things like that, and I'm giving personal, like, really personal side to me here because I want people to understand that that's the kind of things that is somebody putting you down. Because I know for many, many times I used to just go, oh, you know, she's my friend, though. It's okay. And I'd make up excuse after excuse after excuse to why this person would always have things like that to say. Now, it's not for anybody to say how well I speak or how I, whatever I do. If you're going to show up in my life, it's not for you. And that's, and, I, and again, there was people around. So it's in trying to embarrass somebody. Mm. 
So when someone's trying to embarrass you, stop, don't make up excuses for it. See it for what it is and save yourself that embarrassment, that heartache, the pain and all of that because it complicates it complicates your life. And like we said, you don't need to go there. It does because I'm going to give you guys the best example. Let's say you're a vase full of water, right? And everyone else is vases, right? So you're trying to pour into people, right? And when you pour into people, and let's say, as they said, all the examples that I've given before, they're putting a lid on their on their jar. So whenever you try to pour water, the water's not going in. There's a lid on it. They're blocking it because they're not reciprocating, right? They're flaking, smarky comments, whatever you name, whatever you want to call it. So whatever you're pouring into is not going into the vase. So the vase is never filling up. So the vase always ends up being empty. Now, if someone's trying to stab you in the back in their snarky comments, what they're doing is they're they're letting you pour into the, to the vase, but what they're also doing is poking holes in it. Mm. So then it starts to leak out. Mm-hmm. So this, there's no sustenance staying in that vase. It actually starts to leak out. So what I like to say is this. I'm very key on association, right? So like even me, I got asked a very important question. Would you associate with a friend, like a guy friend who is cheating on his girlfriend or wife no i said no i wouldn't i cut him off absolutely because i don't want to be associated with that i don't want someone to say well if he's like that then michael must be like that and i've actually experienced that i've actually experienced that where i found out a friend of mine was cheating on her husband and she used me as an alibi one night And when he said it to me, I looked at him. I just walked straight out the door and I never, ever spoke to her, him, anybody again. I was like, nope, don't want part of that. I cannot be part of somebody doing that. And anyone looks at me to say that's the type of person I am. No, 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 no. That's why your associations are so important. Like, so important. You have to hold, like, especially if someone wants to be in your life, Mm -hmm. you need to set a standard. For them being there. Yeah, for sure. That's what it comes down to, right? So if they're like out doing like suspect behavior, they can do it just without you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do whatever you want in your life. This is the thing. This That's is the whole it. point, right? It's up to do whatever you want to do. Just don't bring it to me. You're just not going to do it with me. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I can't associate myself with that type of behavior because I don't want someone coming around being, hmm. I guess he's that way too. Yeah. And especially if you're somebody who, um, we go into the business side of things for a second and you're a business, uh, let's say you're an entrepreneur. And I think the only way I could, yeah, put it is let's say, I don't know, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, but I find that becomes a very solo journey because exactly what we're saying here, you really become so aware of the others around you, of people around you, and you realize that most people don't have your back, Michael. They don't. Most people say they want you to succeed, but they really don't. But you, that's why the level of awareness has to be really quite well, high. We have, to co- we have to correct that, actually. Sorry to interrupt you. It's not that people don't want you to succeed. It's just they don't want you to succeed better than them. Yes. That's yes. The, yes. That's, yes. That, that's yes. Because yeah. if they're, let's say they have like a life, they have their job, they're making like 50, 60,000, 80K. And then you're out like building a business, you're struggling, but like, you know, you're going to get there. 
You know, right? They don't want to see you go past them. Yes. They That's so true. (laughs) Because there's a saying that goes, once you become wealthy, show me who your friends are. Because again, a lot of people who you thought were your friends were not your friends. Especially if you make it to like that area where you're able to walk away from a nine to five, you got money in the bank. Now the friendship starts to change. Now they start to want to be hang out with you because they know that you're always going to pay for dinner. Yeah. Like, and I've heard stories, man. Like I've had friends that are very wealthy where they would pay for like 10 of their guy friends to go out to like a mansion for like the weekend. And then they would only come to this individual when they needed something. It was never for genuineness. It was never for authenticness. It was always like, Oh, I need like X, Y, Z or Hey, this weekend, are you taking it us out again? So trust me, like once you like get to that upper echelon of like building wealth, you have like a, your friends come at you different. Yeah, and it's so they really do come at you different, and I think that's why it becomes quite lonely. Um, and you have to take that if that's what if you want success in your life, you have to be prepared to really go through it when it comes down to the people in your world and you've really got to see it see them for who they really are and what is really going on well that's why as i said i'll say the greatest thing before we close up the show i have friends that are very successful very successful we're talking happily married kids like multi-millionaires those people have never asked me for a thing yeah, and I value them so much because they've poured so much wisdom, knowledge, all of yeah. They've never asked me for a thing. They've asked me for friendship and genuineness and love. Not even a thing. Yeah. So I value them so much because they could be like, hey, I'm going to charge you for my time. I'm going to charge you for this. nothing. Nothing, right? So now I'm like, yo, like even if I make it, I know like because again, they're on a higher upper echelon. It's like they're gonna they they're pouring into me because they want to see me succeed. Yes, yes, and that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, and you're so right. And actually, I just had a thought that the people that I know like that thought it's actually quite cool because as our businesses um, literally just blow up into what we know them to be, and that lifestyle comes in play it'll be so nice to turn up and see them and be able to just play alongside them and be part of that if that makes sense no yeah uh, like that's yeah. what i'm saying like to take part in that type of thing see so, yeah yeah um, so, so cool so guys we don't want to keep you any longer hopefully you took something away and i think the biggest drawback that i want you guys to understand is you if you invite the complication and you keep the complication that accountability is on you. It's your job to acknowledge the accountability, uh, acknowledge the complicated thing, and remove it or address it. Those those are your two options. Not to let it drag out, not to ignore it, but to address it and move on. Yeah, very well said, um, Michael. And it's so true, isn't it? It's like acknowledge it, address it, <laughs> yeah, or move on. I'll move on. And there's something that I, I'd heard a number of years ago that I think you can implement into anything really is do delegate, delete. You either do something yourself or you delegate it or you delete it out of your life. And I think that can go into relationships too. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a very good way to live life, actually. Um, and I, I use it 
I use the concept often in my life and I always think, well, I'm either going to, if I'm not going to do it, if I'm not going to have the conversation with someone, um, am I going to delegate it to somebody else to do? Yeah. And if that doesn't feel good because you want to have it yourselves, then you just delete it out your life. If it's, you know, and it goes with everything and anything. So, um, yeah, do delegate, delete. Um, Sorry. No, I said I agree with you 100%. Like, that's it. Like, don't overcomplicate your life more than it is. So, yeah. um, we don't want to keep things, you guys. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, most things, most things, most people have blinkers on, Michael, and they don't want to see what's really going on. But actually, if you want to help yourself and you want to have a, the best possible relationship with yourself and the people around you, open your eyes to what's really happening. If anything is happening, I'm just saying, like, because we're speaking about being complicated, um, about complicated relationships. But it, I think, you know, you really need to open your eyes to what is happening and take notice so that you understand, listen to what people say and listen to how people show up. Listen if they are turning up when they say they're going to turn up or call back when they say they're going to call back. And if they don't, have they got a reason or are they, you know, not that everyone has to do everything in those moments, but, um, but if there's communication and there's respect, you know the difference. Well, I, I um, love that you said it with the calling back because, again, we'll add one more special thing into there. The friend that always says sorry but never corrects their behavior. Yeah, there we go. That's, that's something else you got to look for. The friend that always, like let's say they cancel on you or they do X, Y, Z. They're always sorry, but they never change their behavior. Mm-hmm. So they're, so that's that is complicated. Because, yes, they're acknowledging that they've done something wrong, but they're still doing it again. And how long do you put up with that for before you say? Exactly. And that's when you pull back. So, anyways, uh, we're going to close up the show. Uh, We will see you guys on Friday. Yep. We have a special guest on Friday. You guys are going to want to tune in. It's relationship and finances together. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you guys Friday and take care. And don't forget to like and subscribe if you enjoyed that this too. podcast. <laughs> yeah. That too. <laughs> All enjoy. right. We'll take care, guys. See you later.